all around us. Even now, in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Thank you for tuning in to another transmission from the RBFTT podcast, Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. This is episode 55, which is being recorded on November 10th, 2022 at 2225. During this episode, I will be discussing what went wrong with the promised red wave and how Republicans can fix it before the 2024 presidential election. Now, before I get any further into the episode, if you haven't already, as always, follow me on Instagram at podcast underscore RBFTT. Uh, you can also follow me on other platforms such as Facebook, uh, which you can search me at, at podcast underscore RBFTT or my name, Mark MRC, last name Ranger, R-E-N-G-E-R. Twitter at podcast underscore RBFTT on Rumble at podcast underscore RBFTT or M Ranger 0323. Uh, I also have a blog, rbfttpodcast.blogspot.com. I was on Tribal, but um, you know the Democrats didn't really like me on that, so they banned me. Uh, you know, you can obviously see how much they like free speech over there. Uh, but also, I'm I'm not on True Social as well, so. Um, I'm not on Truth Social because it's pretty much the same thing as Tribal. Um, it is just another echo chamber except for conservatives. Um, and Truth Social, I've been notified that other people will also get banned as well for certain things that they've said. So, I mean, it's disagreements, information that they're sharing on. So, that's not really a free speech unless you're just doing the talking points that Republicans love. If you're not, you're getting banned from there just like you would on tribal. Uh, now, before we get to my opinion on the red wave that didn't happen, it was more like a red puddle that someone threw a rock into. Here are two sound clips. One is from uh, CNN continuing to push the propaganda, continuing to be the clown news network that it is, and telling you during the election night, saying, trust us, um, we're your number one source of information, and to stay off social media. And then you have um, another person that... I like listening to it's a Kramer says it's a SEZ. Uh, he's on Instagram as well. You can check him out on my followers. Um, see what his account is all about on Instagram. He also made his own uh, free speech platform, which is pretty cool. Uh, but you'll be hearing a clip of him, a short clip, uh, basically seeing how it's strange that. American citizens still voted for Democrats. 
so after those two clips, we're going to really uh, get into some articles. Stay off social media, people. If you're trying to figure out, if you're trying to figure out, are there really issues with voting? Trust your local officials. Trust us here. Trust a news source that you know and trust, to be honest about this. They're doing their job. Oh, they let the elections happen. I didn't think they would. They did. Kind of. Do you honestly think that 87% of the population is upset with how things are going, but then they decided to vote for the same guys who've been there causing the problems? Isn't it strange that all the blue states still don't have their votes counted? Isn't it strange that people in blue states seem to love $7 a gallon gas, not being able to find baby formula, shortages of all kinds, diesel and short supply? They're good with all of that. Every single one of them. They voted for their party in unison. Isn't that strange? All right, let's get with the first article from Epoch Times. The CISA director says no evidence of compromised voting systems in 2022 midterms. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency uh, Director Jen Easterly said that there has been no evidence of compromised voting systems across the United States in the midterm election. CISA is an agency of the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, the, the same department that says that uh, conservatives and anybody who questions elections and that anybody who doesn't take the vaccine and who didn't like lockdowns and who doesn't like Joe Biden um, is a domestic terrorist. So that's who they're working with. That's who we're supposed to trust. The CISA is an agency of the Department of Homeland Security that works with government and industry partners to defend against current and, predict and predicted threats to cyber and physical uh, infrastructure, including election infrastructure. Quote, we have seen no evidence that any voting system deleted or that any voting system deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or was any way compromised in the race in the country. Easterly said in a statement on Wednesday. Now, this is from Epoch Times. Maricopa County voters react to problems at polling sites. Authorities in Maricopa County confirmed earlier in the day that about 20% of the county's vote centers were experiencing issues. Quote, in about 20% of the vote centers, when people will go and try to run the ballot through this ta uh, tabulator, maybe one out of every five or so of those ballots are not going through. The Maricopa count, uh, Board of Supervisors Chair Bill Gates said. Epoch Times. Arizona's Maricopa County starts hand count audit as numerous ballots remain unprocessed. Officials have blamed the slow counting process on statutory requirements that mail-in ballots need to have their signatures matched to voter signatures on record and then need to be opened and separated from their envelopes manually by two-person teams. This process has always caused delays in Arizona, but it has become more impactful in recent elections in which more voters have dropped off their mail-in ballots in person on Election Day. See, that's how... With when you have 
when because I think I, I mean I'd be surprised if Carrie Lake pulls this off, but if Katie Hobbs wins, she's going to make election fraud easier. And that's what you just heard. Oh, the process has always caused delays in Arizona. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been a fucking issue since 2020. And it's just Maricopa County. It's not the entire state. And they're blaming the slow counting process on the statutory requirements that mail-in ballots need to have their signatures matched to voter signatures on record and then, you know, need to be opened and separated from their envelopes manually by two-person teams. They want, this is their way of saying, they want it to be like California, uh, like New York. I'm pretty sure California has the same thing. But they wanted to be like New York City, where you can go, and that's why their governor won pretty big, um, and why AOC won again, because up in New York, you can have how they do it. Their elections is you don't have to; they don't check the signatures or anything like that on the mail-in ballots. You just drop it off. They don't check it. They just check the vote. And you don't have, you can do in-person voting, but you don't have to have an ID. You just walk up, you give them a name, whatever name you want. You can make things up. You know, you can go over there and say you're Brett Favre. And they'll take your vote. And you can come over back again at another voting area and vote again. which is why they have also allowed illegal immigrants who aren't citizens the ability to vote in New York. That's what they want here in Arizona. And they and if Katie Hobbs wins, they just might get it. From the Epoch Times, Arizona count uh, vote counting slows down. A lion's share expected done by next week. Officials in Maricopa County, Arizona, started a hand count audit of about 400,000 ballots. It was announced Wednesday night. The reason behind the hand count audit is to compare the results of the original count to the hand count to assure that the tabulation equipment is working properly and counting votes in an accurate manner, says the Arizona Secretary of State's website, who, which is controlled by Katie Hobbs, which that's election fraud, people. Katie Hobbs, Secretary of State, is controlled, is in control of the election process. And she's running for governor. That's called a conflict of interest. Do you think that she gives a shit about how the voter voting process is going for Republicans? Nope. Voters in Arizona are still waiting for the final results of the gubernatorial and Senate races. The Secretary of State's office estimates that there are about 400,000 uncounted ballots that are still outstanding. Then you have, this is one from InfoWars. 
independent candidate sees 20,000 votes vanish overnight. Uh, Diane Saar for U.S. Senate, I believe she was running in New York. Yes, there was the Republican uh, that was running against uh, good old Charlie Schumer. And uh, the Republican Party had Joe, if I can read it, it's kind of small print, uh, pin on, something like that. Um, but Charles Schumer was, uh, you know, up by up by almost, you know, just over 10 points. But what ended up happening is that Diane Saar, who's uh, an independent candidate, she took a picture of her votes because she had about 50,000 votes. Um, she took a picture, a screenshot of it. And then the next morning, she took a, she looked and took a screenshot of the new results, which shows that she lost more than 30,000 votes. And wouldn't you fucking know it, Charlie Schumer got 30,000 votes of an increase. Now, math isn't my fucking strong suit. But, I mean, god damn it, I know how to do fucking addition and subtraction. And that looks like election fraud, people. CNN polls find majority of Americans say country is headed in the wrong direction. This is a poll done in June of, 20, uh, of this year. The vast majority of Americans across party lines are unhappy with the state of the U.S., a new set of polling finds. Uh, in a AP NRC survey released Wednesday, and again, this is back in June, 85% of U.S. adults say that things in the country are headed in the wrong direction, with just 14% believing things are going in the right direction. That's a more pessimistic reading than in May when 78% said things were headed in the wrong direction and 21% said that things were generally moving in the right direction. Currently, both 90% of Republicans and 78% of Democrats are dissatisfied with the direction of the country, the highest number among Democrats since President Joe Biden took office last year. But, hey. <laughs> Uh, I guess everybody within a few months changed their mind, right? Highly fucking doubtful. New York Times. Ron DeSanctimonious is a low-energy Trump nickname. Now, if you don't know what sanctimonious means, it's uh, making a show of being morally superior to other people. Um, so if you're like really good at something, you, you, you make it known to everybody that you're better than everybody. Um, it was obvious that Donald Trump didn't care for Ron DeSantis even before the former president scheduled a pre midterms rally in Florida and didn't invite the, go the governor, um, who's up for reelection. But during another rally in Pennsylvania on Saturday, days before the midterms, Trump eliminated any doubt about his feelings on DeSantis when he soft-landed a derogatory nickname referring to him as Ron DeSanctimonious, 
while describing a poll of potential 2024 candidates. He said, there it is, Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10%, Mike Pence at 7. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought, end quote. Mr. Trump has been privately testing uh, derisive nicknames for Mr. DeSantis with his friends and advisors, including the put-down he used on Saturday. Roger Stone, a longtime Trump advisor, appeared to test drive the nickname for the former president on October 27th when he used it in a post on Mr. Trump's social media website, True Social. Now, we'll get into my opinion on Mr. Dumbass, pig-headed fucking Trump um, going against Ron DeSantis in a little bit. But all year, we heard from the Republican Party that come November, we will see a massive red wave. That it would allow the Republican Party to take control of more states through newly elected governors and also have control of the House and Senate. Well, as it stands tonight, last time I checked, I think it was around 8 o'clock this, about two, two and a half hours ago, the GOP was only up by two seats for the Senate. And it was, you need a 51 for a majority. And GOP recently just lost one seat. Democrats just recently gained one seat. So it's a close, tight battle. With Georgia, being ex their voting being extended to December 8th, which I'll get into that fucking mess a little bit later. Arizona still for grabs. Nevada still for grabs. Um, currently in Arizona, where I'm at, 72% uh, of the voting uh, of the uh, the votes have been counted. Blake Masters, who's going, who's the candidate for the Republican candidate in the Senate, is losing by five points to Mark Kelly, the bald-headed cuck. In the House, you have 190 for the Democrats, who's lost seven seats, and the GOP at 209, who's gained six seats. So it looks like we're going to have, I don't know if we'll get the 218 for the majority, but I mean, it looks like we'll control the House. And once again, it looks like the, I mean, it looks like for the way things are going, Democrats will control the Senate again. So we're just going to have it looks like we might have the same bullshit for the next two years with fucking Biden. Uh, we'll see. Governor, um, out of all the races right now for governor, you had the Democrats gain two seats, 22 for the Democrats, and 24 now for the GOP. Uh, Carrie Lake, here in Arizona, is losing to Katie Hobbs by 1.2 points. Which, when I say 1.2 points, if you don't know what points are, it's percentage, percentage points. So when I, when you hear somebody say, oh, you know, they're down by a point, they're down by, a, oh, wow, they're up big by 11 points, it's percentage. 
So it's a really tight race. People in Arizona saying they're not even going to fucking know till next week. Um, which Kenny Hodges is probably going to win because they're going to figure out they're just trying. The Democrats are just trying to figure out how many votes they need to fucking steal this fucking shit. But I wanted to kind of go across the other states as well because you have Georgia in the state of Georgia, Republican candidate Brian Kemp edged out Democrat candidate Stacey Abrams by 299,588 votes, which by 7.6 7. points. And we'll, we'll get into all this of why I think you had so many close races against Democrat nut jobs in a bit, in a bit. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott held off the Democrat candidate Beto O'Rourke, the anti-gun um, piece of shit, uh, by only 887,503 votes by 11 points. Um, 11 points is pretty – it's a sizable lead, but it's nothing – he should have won by more. The fact that he didn't win by like 15 to 20 points is a little bit concerning. Kansas has a Democrat governor now, um, as Laurel Lori Kelly won by 14,945 votes, 1.5 points. Oklahoma Republican governor candidate Kevin Stitt didn't exactly blow out the Democrat candidate as he won by 150,000 uh, and 154 votes, um, he won by 13.7 points, um, which you're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. But if you're thinking about with the area, again, Oklahoma, uh, 13.7, yeah, that's a lot, but it should have been a blowout. Oklahoma, you should be looking at 18, 19, even like maybe even 25 points ahead. The Nevada governor race is close with 84% of the votes counted. The Republican candidate, uh, Lombardo, looks like he will win um, and is currently in the lead by 31,382 votes, uh, a 3.5-point lead. Uh, Now, in other states, such as Michigan, Oregon, Wisconsin, New York, Minnesota, and Hawaii, um, they're all heavy blue. So they must love themselves some medical tyranny and inflation uh, because they once again voted uh, blue again. Uh, as far as the red states, um, as I said before, that didn't blow out their Democratic opposition. Um, they need to look in the next two years, they need to look to states like Florida, South Dakota, North Dakota, Idaho, Wyoming, Iowa, South Carolina, Arkansas, Alabama. Then you look at those states as examples of how to campaign and how to run your state. Because all those states that I just mentioned, Florida, South Dakota, on and on and on, they blew out their opponents by 17-plus percentage points. How? Well, they didn't solely run on the MAGA movement, but instead largely ran on freedom. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, But also, one thing that you 
I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I did. I noticed it, especially from Georgia, uh, with uh, Herschel Walker. But apparently, libertarians are retarded. I have been a registered libertarian since 2018, but um, no longer. The next election, and the one for 2024, I will be a registered Republican. And I'll give you an example of why libertarians are retarded. And this is probably the, I, mean, I can give you multiple reasons, but this is probably the perfect example. And I saw this on Twitter too, because that's how I got this, this info. Because this uh, libertarian page that I follow on Twitter and Instagram that I don't anymore unfollow their fucking retarded asses. Um, they're making fun of it. The Senate race between Herschel Walker and Raffel Warnock, Herschel Walker, Republican, Raffel Warnock, a Democrat, and Georgia running is an extremely tight race. Uh, Warnock was is only up by uh, what is it? Maybe a point two, forty nine point four percent against forty eight point five percent. And in the state of Georgia, you need fifty percent to win the election. So they're going to do this thing all over again on December eighth. Now, if you look, because not every state or every little election, every state had the choice of libertarian. Chase Oliver was a third candidate, and he ran in the Libertarian Party. He doesn't even have a photo on his uh, profile. He got 2.1% of the vote. 81,175. And all these Libertarians were saying, oh man, all the Republicans are going to be fucking so mad at us. <laughs> But hey, that's what happens, you know. Like, we don't want to follow any party, so we just played like spoiler. Do you think that the Republican candidate, Herschel Walker, who is running for Senate in the state of Georgia, could have used the 81,175 wasted votes? Yeah, I said it. Wasted votes. I understand and agree with the fact that we need three parties. This two-party system is no longer working. However, voting for a libertarian, knowing that that candidate will never have a chance at winning, is the equivalent to getting rid of fossil fuels when knowing that the clean energy alternative cannot supply the country with its energy needs. If the libertarians want to be taken seriously, then they need to get some real donors. Some some FaceTime with Fox News, a strong social media presence, stronger candidates, etc. They have none of that. Until then, until that time, until they get stronger candidates, a bigger social media presence, you know, um, get more on the news better debates, I mean, whatever, real donors. You need to vote for a different party. Whether it's Democrat or Republican, whatever party that offers you the most freedom. 
I under trust me, I understand that the Republican Party isn't perfect. There's a lot of things that I disagree with them on. A lot. But I agree with a lot more on the Republican side than I do the Democrat side, which is why I continue to vote the Republican Party. And I hope on the side that one day we can have a Libertarian Party as a third party. But those 81,175 retards in Georgia are honestly dumber than, than, than liberals. Because at least liberals like vote for their own fucking party. You don't see Democrats voting for independents or anything like that. Which makes libertarians dumber than liberals. But hey, meanwhile, while libertarians are helping the Democrats steal elections, uh, Trump has gone full retard. Full fucking retard. This is from the Tampa Bay Times. And it's all over. CNN, all of the stuff. But Tampa Bay Times is the, was the first article that, is, that I clicked on. Trump bashes DeSantis in lengthy statement for, quote, playing games with 2024 uh, presidential election, uh, election. Two days after Governor Ron DeSantis' landslide win, the former president goes nuclear on the man he previously endorsed. Less than 48 hours after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis won re-election in a landslide on an otherwise worse-than-expected night for Republicans, his former political benefactor, Donald Trump, ended their Cold War by dropping a bomb. In an official statement released Thursday evening, Trump bashed the governor as ungrateful and average and accusing him of playing games with his potential 2024 presidential run. Now, I'm going to read you. Do you have enough time in this segment? I do. This is off of uh, Save America, President Donald J. Trump, November 10th, 2022. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. So he put this up on his true social. I'm going to read you the whole thing. News Corp, which is Fox, the Wall Street Journal, and the no longer great New York Post is all in for Governor Ron uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state, but did, unlike other Republican governors, whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average middle of the pack, including COVID, who has the average, who has the advantage of sunshine where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agricultural commissioner, Adam uh, Putnam. 
who was loaded with who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money. But he said that if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, "Let's give it a shot, Ron." When I endorsed him, it was as though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used in describing Ron's endorsement. He said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting absolutely clobbered after your endorsement. I then got Ron by the star of the Democrat Party, Andrew Gillum, who was later revealed to be a crackhead. Uh, by having two massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in uh, Broward, Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended, just prior to them running out of the votes necessary to win. I stopped his election from being stolen. And now, Ron DeSantis is playing games. The fake news asks him if he's going to run if President Trump runs, and he says, I'm only focused on the governor's race. I'm not looking into the future. Well, in terms of loyalty and class, that's really not the right answer. This is just like 2015 and 16, a media assault collusion when Fox News fought me to the end until I won, and then they couldn't have been nicer or more supportive. The Wall Street Journal loved low-energy Jeb Bush and its succession of other people as they rapidly disappeared from sight, finally falling in line with me after I easily knocked them out one by one. We're in exactly the same position now. They will keep coming for us, MAGA, but ultimately we will win. Put America first and make America great again. <clears throat> so, fantastic. Great job, Trump. Honestly, he might have just fucked us from getting back into the White House in 2024. If DeSantis doesn't run in 2024 or loses loses to Trump in the Republican primary, then I, f I honestly would fully expect whoever the Democrats, even Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, whoever they put out, to win in 2024. I honestly believe that Trump has really fucked the Republican Party. And the only way to revive it, because Trump is toxic at this point, the only way to revive it is with Ron DeSantis and if he has like Tulsi Gabbard as his VP. This is why I'm officially 100% backing Ron DeSantis for the Republican candidate in the 2024 presidential race. Trump brought out, back in 2016, the true nature 
of Democrats. And over the course of 2020, the COVID scandemic uh, really just heightened the fascistness, the hatefulness of the Democrat Party. And even with that, even everything that Trump did over four years in his first term as president, he still couldn't win debates versus Joe Biden in 2020. Trump continues to push the vaccines and his precious Operation Warp Speed even as there is clear evidence that the vaccines are killing tens of thousands of Americans and have injured billions across the world. And now, instead of uniting the Republican Party after a pathetic turnout of a, quote, red wave, what's he do? He makes enemies against the one fucking governor who switched Florida from a swing state. Because remember, for decades, Florida was a swing state. Florida was a state that both Democrats and Republicans would have to campaign hard on. It used to be whoever won Florida... Because Republicans always had Texas, um, Democrats always had California. So it was always whoever won Florida usually won the race. And it would usually go back and forth. You know, if you remember the whole George Bush, um, Al Gore race, um, Yeah, he turned it from a swing state to what is now a dominant red state, much like what Texas is, and even, hell, even South Dakota, even more than Texas. Florida is even more of a dominant red state than Texas is. That's because of what DeSantis did and how he, really, how he handled COVID. Folks, Do you want to know how we didn't have a red wave and how Arizona will most likely turn blue unless something crazy happens and Carrie Lake actually pulls this off? But even if she does, it'll be – she's got a lot of work to do because half the fucking state of Arizona, if not a little bit more, is blue. But, you know, we Arizona could have a Democrat for governor since not seen since 2003. But there's more than a couple of reasons for this. For starters, before the reasoning, for, for, for starters, we know we know who votes for Democrats blindly, like it's a fucking cult. It's the baby killers. 
the pedophile worshipers, the people who enjoy sucking on tranny cock, uh, the parents who willingly allow drag queen creatures to groom their children into sex slaves, and of course, those who willingly trusted Fauci and got their vaccines to get back to normal. Those people, the people like who I saw tonight after I got off work and I was walking through my apartment complex that wore a t-shirt as she was walking her dog that said fully vaxxed, but still antisocial. Those people are lost. Fuck them. They can continue to slobber and deep throw the new world over cock. But we got bigger issues than whatever the fucking dumbass Democrat voters are doing. Because here are the multiple reasons why the red wa- the red wave really didn't happen. First one is election fraud. Republicans allowed it to happen again. It almost happened in Texas. Happened in Kansas. It's probably going to happen here in Arizona. In fact, it is. It didn't happen in Florida, though. Or Alabama or Arkansas. Why? How did they win at such... By like 17 plus points. Because they saw, after 2020, they saw what happened. They were like, we're not going to let this shit happen, this election fraud shit happen again in our state. And they cracked down on mail-in, value, mail-in ballots. They cracked down on drop boxes. They cracked down. On voter ID. They cracked. They started putting people in jail. What happened? They won by, they had a fair and honest election. And what happens when you have a fair and honest election? The Democrats lose every fucking time. The only way for Democrats to win is if they have election fraud mixed in. And I say mixed in because, as I said before, there's multiple reasons why this red wave did not happen. The second reason is the useless Libertarian Party wasted their votes and helped the Democrats steal multiple elections across the country again. Yeah, I fucking said it. The Libertarian Party wasted their votes and they helped the Democrats steal multiple elections across the country again. Then you had the third reason, the, quote, I don't vote, or the quote, I'm in the middle, or the quote, I'm gold-pilled, and I levitate above everybody. Um, Everything's a conspiracy theorist. I'm a flat earther. Nothing matters, so I'll never vote types of people. These people piss me off nearly more than Democrats do, because at least Democrats vote. How the fuck are you going to complain 
about the way the country or the world is, but never try and change it. But you'll fucking bitch about it on social media and complain that everyone doesn't believe that the world is flat. The fourth reason, and this is, this is a big one. This is also a big one. Religious right-wing nut jobs. I'll say it again. Religious right-wing nut jobs. I didn't say religious people in general. I just said religious right-wing nut jobs. You know, the people who push God down everyone's throat, who say that God is the only fucking answer to everyone's problem. Any issue that's in the world, it's God. God can fix it. You have to believe in God. You have to go to church. You have to believe in Jesus Christ. You have to read the Bible. Stop pushing God down everyone's fucking throat. Not everybody's religious. Not everybody, even if the people who are religious, not everybody's like fully 100% like all all in, all on board with with this God stuff that, you know, I don't even believe God should be in school. If you want to have, if you really want to teach about God in school, go to a fucking private school. But it shouldn't be religion; shouldn't be in 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 public schools. Just like teachers teaching about sex to students and drag queens, story times, and all this other shit, Black Lives Matter bullshit, politics. That none of that shit should be in school. So, but it's religious right-wing nutjobs that as they complain that gay people and Black Lives Matter and whatever Democrats push, push their agenda on people, what are they doing? They're trying to push God, their religious agenda, down everyone else's throat. It's really a war of agendas. And fucking religious nut jobs they're they're just as crazy if not fucking more annoying than fucking drag queen fuckers because at least drag queen and, and, and fucking trannies aren't going around knocking on my door asking if i want to speak to their fucking lord and savior but i, dig, I fucking digress the fifth reason and this is something that you can't get confused about is ignorant Hispanics from Mexico. Not Cuba, because Cubans go to Florida. They vote for Republicans. Because, see, they're coming from Cuba, a communist country. Hispanics from Mexico? They're coming in... And Democrats are promising them free shit. 
So that's why Hispanics from Mexico, and I say ignorant, see, they're ignorant, they're not stupid. There's a difference between ignorance and stupid and stupidity. Ignorance is where you don't have access to the information at all. It'd be like the equivalent if everybody knows Tom Brady. If you're watching football this year, you know that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are struggling. But ignorance is if like you haven't watched football at all this year. And you're like, oh, yeah, Tom Brady's – and you're trying to talk football. You're like, oh, yeah, Tom Brady's doing really good this year. And then people are like, what What are you talking about? No, he's not. You're ignorant. You're just ignorant on that specific topic. You're not stupid, but you're just ignorant on that specific topic. Stupidity is when you're watching Tom Brady in the box every week and you still say – Oh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are, are playing good football this year. When you have the information in front of you and you still say the opposite. Much like, oh, the vaccines are safe and effective, even though you have the information in front of you. And you blindly ignore it or willfully ignore it, whatever the fuck it is, you're stupid. Okay. Um, the next reason is African-Americans, black people, black people, you might be the, the number one on this fucking list because there's one more after you, but you might be the number one. Because you all out of any fucking group on here you all just seem to just not understand. When will you all stop falling for the Democrat lies every election sec every election cycle? And again, I'm speaking to black people. When are you going to stop falling for the Democrat lies every election cycle? How many how much shit did they promise you? that hasn't come to you at all? How much shit did Obama say he was going to do? Obama was a black president. He was, I mean, he was really Muslim, but he, he's, he was a black president, first black president. And, and he was supposed to do, he was, he was supposed to do a lot of black people literally voted for him back in 2008 because he was black. And he was supposed to uplift the black communities. He did the opposite. Planned Parenthood is killing your race, your your babies by the millions. Black women, as far as the ratio of population in this country, black women are at the bottom. I think they only make up, black people only make up like, what, 13% of the population here in the United States? And less of that for black women? Yet black women have the most abortions in the country. No one's forcing you to have abortions.
When are you going to wake up to Planned Parenthood depopulating you? When the fuck are you going to wake up and look around and say, huh, how come we don't have any healthy food options in our communities? How come we have a Popeye's and fucking church's chicken on every fucking corner? But we don't have like a fucking a nice sprouts and shit like that in Trader Joe's in our communities. Could it be that they don't want you to eat healthy? Could it be that they don't want you? Who, who And when I say they, I mean the Democrat-controlled cities who give you welfare, which, by the way, um, you know, you need to fuck the we need to wake the fuck up on welfare because they give you that shit so then you can stay poor so you can keep voting democrat so then you can because they want you to feel like you it's almost like uh it's about as socialist as you can get We'll keep giving you money if you keep doing what the fuck we tell you to do. But I really actually thought that after 2020 and the vaccine mandates that are depopulating your race, um, that you would finally wake you up. That after all the mandates and the tens of thousands of black people that were fucking fired um, and kicked out of the fucking military because you wouldn't take a fucking vaccine that the white man and the, and the government created. I thought you'd finally wake up. But guess not. I guess you all enjoy being slaves to the Democrat plantation. Because let me tell you something. The if there's a lot of election fraud, but you can't just win races just solely based on election fraud. There are a lot millions of people who actually still vote for obviously Democrats. But <clears throat> whatever, as I said before, you know, you all must. Continue to be enjoy. You continue to enjoy being slaves to the Democrat plantation. You enjoy it. So, uh, the last and final reason of why the red wave didn't happen is the MAGA movement, the Make America Great Again movement. And I say that because. This year, all the MAGA movement had to do, all they had to fucking do, was campaign off of inflation, high gas prices, and the potential for World War III. Nobody wants war. Everyone hates their gas prices going up, and nobody... Likes inflation. Fuck everything else. You should have just put commercial after commercial after commercial after commercial on inflation and high gas prices 
I would have, I would just have multiple fucking Americans uh, interviewed at gas stations, at grocery stores with grocery store bills, energy bills, uh, showing clips of of what's his name, Zelensky receiving billions of dollars um, in Ukraine while you struggle to fucking pay rent. But what did the MAGA movement instead? They ran out that stuff a little bit. But what did they run on this? What did they run on heavily? They ran on the same fucking issues, and they're issues, true. But they ran the same issues that they lost on in 2020, which was the border crisis and crime waves. Do you think that people who live in Philadelphia, New York City, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Austin, like, do you think that these people in these big blue cities, do you really honestly think they give a fuck about crime? No, they don't. You know why? Because they're fucking used to it. They're used to it. They are comfortable being uncomfortable. So when somebody's running on crime, they're like, who cares a fuck? It has no effect on them anymore. Oh, the border's wide open. If you're not Southern California, if you're not Southern Arizona or Southern Texas, pretty much, um... New Mexico, like, you don't give a fuck about the border. You think anybody in Alabama or fucking Virginia or in Minnesota, uh, someone that went to San Francisco or Oregon, do you, do you really fucking think that they give a fuck about the border crisis? That's just something they see on TV. Now, compare that. To what the Democrats ran on. They ran on mainly. I would say like 90%. Of what they ran on. Was one. Issue. Pro-choice. Abortions. Why? Because abortions affect. Everybody. Across the country. It's a hot topic across the country, which is why I said that they should have, that Republicans should have countered that with other things that affected everybody nationally, inflation, high gas prices, and world war. But they didn't. And the Democrats, since the summer, they've been ramming abortion rights down your fucking throats. All because you couldn't fucking wait till after the midterms to push the anti-abortion shit. You had to come out and vote on that fucking shit during the summer. You had to fucking push before midterms. So it's not just election fraud has a big thing to do with it, folks. But it's not just election fraud. As much as I would like to believe it's 100% election fraud... 
if I'm being realistic, if I'm not being emotional about it, I know, you know, that it's not. I'd say election fraud is probably about 40% of the issue. Maybe even 30%. Because you have to counter in all the other reasons that I just did, including maybe one I didn't, the, all the propaganda that social media and the news pumps out. Everybody who, how many people, how many people didn't fucking, how many people just ignored the shit? How many people didn't know because they watched the fucking news or they, maybe they don't even watch any news. May, how many people out there that they literally just watch football every fuck all day and, and uh, just go out to the bar every night and just drink. And they have no clue what the fuck's going on in the real world or with politics in general. And they have no clue that either one, they just didn't go and vote or two, they went out and they voted Democrat because the news told them to, and they have no clue, just like with a hundred buying a laptop back in 2020, they had no clue that Katie Hobbs is a twice convicted racist on record. That she never debated Carrie Lake once. This is the shit I'm talking about. But to end the episode here, I'll tell you this. If we as patriots, freedom fighters, conservatives, Republicans, libertarians, because a lot of libertarians, they, they lean in the Republican direction. If we can't come together in the next two years before the 2024 election, then you can kiss this motherfucking country goodbye. And you can enjoy yourself some social credit system and you can start learning Chinese as a second fucking language. Because we're all fucked.